is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with Systems for Self-Care at Zotcom, where I teach you to consistently take daily actions. So you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. As you know, Imperfect Eating Mastery opens for registration tomorrow, Wednesday, August 18th. I'm super excited for this. This is my long-term um, coaching program, helping you find balance with food. So if you're that person that's like always way on a diet or way off of a diet, this is going to help you find long-term balance with food. We're actually going to hear a little bit more from Bonnie today. So let's hear from her just denying myself of pleasure my whole life and constantly having thoughts revolving around food and macros and just the next diet over and over again to the point where I was starting and stopping like three or four diets in a week. Like that's how I wound up, you know, and I wound up with keto and even entertaining carnivore. And like now when I look back at that, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) That's so insane. You know what I mean? Just even thinking that that would work is just, yeah. Just being able to have things in the house. Like my pantry has so many things from healthy to uh, to Sour Patch Kids. You know, it's like edamame, Sour Patch Kids, everything in between. And it stays there until I eat it. You know, it it doesn't have to be consumed. It's there. Um, Not having to think about like, In the past, I think whenever, you know, any of my friends would invite me to dinner or anything like the first thing in my head would be like, oh my gosh, what am I going to eat? What, you know, let's go to a restaurant that I know they have salad or, you know, paying $20 for salad, you know, just always being so hyper-focused on what's the food situation going to be like, instead of being like, oh my God, you know, I really want to see that person. I haven't seen them in so long, you know, and, and having it just be about that. Um, I, I think there's, there's a lot of, um, peace and relief in being able to trust myself with food. Um, I really enjoy the extra mental space I have now. Um, it's really (laughs) relaxing and peaceful and rewarding to make my life more about, um, anything but food, you know, enjoying things I like to enjoy being, uh, being happy, just generally happy. It's so good to hear from someone who's been in your shoes and has figured out a way out of it, right? And so that's what I want for you. The coaching program is going to help you create that life where you feel happier, you feel healthier, you feel more confident. You're no longer on a diet, but you just have balance with food. I want that for you too. So again, in Perfect Eating Mastery, it opens for registration tomorrow, Wednesday, August 18th. Super excited for this. If you're on my email list, check check your email for a special coupon code. Um, Otherwise, I will post the link in the show notes on Wednesday as well. But let's get started with today's episode. So today, Tuesday, for Tipsy Tuesday, I want to give you a little bit of a tip. Um, I hear this question a lot when it comes to food and to healthy eating and like taking care of yourself. How, How do you stop obsessing over food? Now, when you're on a diet, you're really obsessive. Whatever diet that is, if it's counting macros, you have to be like super obsessive about measuring and tracking, you know, bringing your food scale everywhere, bringing your own Tupperware. Um, if you're doing paleo, you're doing Whole30, you have to check ingredient labels constantly. Whatever diet it is, it can be really obsessive. There's a lot of details that that are involved in it. Um, And it can really stress you out when you have to keep track of all of those details to stay healthy, right? So now staying healthy is all about this diet. 
and it's not actually making you any healthier. You're, you're really stressed about being perfect with this thing. So what a lot of people do, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm being so obsessive. I need, to, I can't do this anymore. And they're like, it's fine. Maybe I don't track today or maybe, you know, it's fine. I can have pizza today. And that's not the problem. Where the problem comes in is when you start being neglectful. Again, now you're not eating any vegetables. You got so sick of eating chicken, broccoli, and rice that you're not eating any of those like really basic foods that have good macronutrients in it, right? And now you're being neglectful and this thing, it starts to, everything starts to unravel. And now it does, it can become a weight problem. Now you might be putting on some weight and now it's harder to move around in your body or maybe your clothes aren't fitting or it's hard to get up the stairs and you're feeling really out of breath. There might be some things like that. And so you're like, ah, what, what do I do? I gotta fix this. This is a mess, what do I do? Oh, okay, cool, I need to go on some sort, some sort of other strict diet to fix this thing. I will see people do this triangle, I call it the diet triangle, where they're super strict with food, it, they ease up a little bit because they realize they were being too strict, they were being too obsessive, um, and then it turns into neglect and now they're eating you know, cake and cookies and it's a free for all, it's a free for all and they don't feel good in their skin. So to, to uh, fix that, to fix not feeling good in their skin, they start some other diet. And here's the other thing too, it's not even just they're like, oh, let me go back to, you know, Weight Watchers worked in the past or Whole30 worked in the past. They're like, well, maybe I need something even more stricter. Maybe I need something that's even more intense because obviously I can't trust myself with food. And that's where you'll see people. I mean, that's why I turned to Whole30. Oh, you know, counting calories wasn't strict enough. 21 day fixed containers wasn't strict enough. I need to do Whole30 where it's black and white thinking. And this is where I will see people, they will turn to the carnivore diet. They'll turn to OMAD, which is one meal a day. Um, they think that I just need to be stricter with food and that will fix everything. But what I have found, it just perpetuates that diet triangle and um, they, they don't feel good in their skin. This thing about getting healthy, it doesn't actually become, it's not ever about actually being healthy. It's about making your body as small as you can and it backfires and you, you don't find this like lifestyle that you actually enjoy, right? So what I wanna suggest to do instead, and this is gonna help you stop obsessing over food, and that is to come over to this other quadrant where you have helpful boundaries and structure, but they're nurturing, right? So the really four, I'm gonna go over four really easy things and like tangible things that you can do that will help you stop obsessing over food. So the opposite of obsessing over food is it's not, um, it's not just like, well, whatever, I'm not even going to think about this stuff anymore. That's just going to result in you obsessing over it. Again, the opposite of obsessing over it is having a good balance with food. It's being able to make sure that you're taking care of your body, but you're not micromanaging food. You're not, um, you're not making food a science experiment. You're not making eating a math equation. You're just eating the foods that help you feel good so that you can go and do other things in your life. So now food, nutrition, it's there to help you, um, but it's not your sole purpose for living is like obsessing over what you're about to eat, right? So it does mean that you have to um, give it some thought. You have to uh, be aware of nutrition, but you're not going to be hyper-focused on the details. So four really easy, tangible things that you can do. Number one, you can eat balanced meals 
with the five P's. So when you're going to make breakfast, you're going to make lunch, you're going to make your dinner, you're going to have a snack, you're going to use the five P's. You're like, cool, I'm going to have a breakfast. Now I want this breakfast to be healthy. I want it to be balanced. What plants can I eat? That might be vegetables. You might do something like spinach or like roasted broccoli or peppers with some eggs. That might be like a green smoothie. That might just be fruit. You'll have to kind of, you know, play it out and see what's going to work for you. I found that sometimes I get bored of breakfast, like a different breakfast thing, so I'll move on to something every couple of weeks. So breakfast might be something like, um, yeah, like I said, eggs with some broccoli, or it might be like a frittata. It might be some Greek yogurt with some banana and some like uh, granola on top. It might be a green smoothie, whatever it is. So that, you know, plan your breakfast. And, and you don't have to measure the food. <laughs> You're gonna eat enough so that you feel good not gross. When it comes to lunch, one easy way that I don't obsess over food when it comes to lunch, I just have a salad every day. I just have a salad. What is in the salad is going to change. Like today I'll have like a mix, mixed greens and we have some chickpeas and we have um, some leftover chicken. So I'm going to you know, plant some protein. Got my plants, got my protein. I'm gonna put some cheese on there, a little bit of process. I'm gonna put some croutons on there, some salad dressing. I'll have plenty of water and I'll put it on a plate. Five peas, right? So that's the first tangible thing that you can do to help you stop obsessing over food. Have a really, really simple, uh, simple boundaries and structure when it comes to building your meal. Um, it's gonna help you, you don't have to think about food so much, you're just like, that's what I eat, right? This is why, why I wear a black shirt every day. So I don't have to like hyper think about what clothes I'm gonna wear, I just put a black shirt on and some bottoms. I no longer have to obsess over clothes and how I'm not doing it right. I no longer have to obsess over food and how I'm not doing it perfect, perfect enough. Uh, just showing up and doing something that's a little imperfect, it's, it's better than nothing, okay? So that's the first one, eat balanced meals with the five Ps. The next one, I want you to practice having those fun treats, okay? There's so much shame and guilt, and really it's mostly shame. I'm a bad person for doing this. This isn't even enjoyable. It's enjoyable for like two seconds. I want you to practice having the pizza on Fridays. I want you to practice having it with, you know, a giant salad. I want you to practice having some ice cream at the end of the night. Um, a single serving dessert. I want you to practice these things and actually enjoy them. If this is supposed to be like a fun thing, like some fun foods that you're eating, make it a fun occasion. Now, fun does not have to end up being neglectful. You're going to practice it being a way that you actually feel good, not gross. So we have five keys, <laughs> practice those fun treats. The next thing has nothing to do with food. Okay, so I have a saying, um, it's about the food, also it's not really about the food. Make sure that you're getting your bases covered with eating substantial meals, eating balanced meals, having enough nutrition, right? Then we need to tackle some stuff that's not really about food at all. And I find for a lot of people, their relationship with food, there's a lot of shame, there's a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm in a fat body, I'm a big person, I have no self-worth, I'm just the worst person in the world. And to tackle that, or to rather help that, not tackle that, we're not getting in a fight with yourself, help that, start using the 3 one journaling technique. And using 3 one journaling is going to help you build self-worth. A lot of you are walking around and your relationship with food is kind of not so great because your, relation, your relationship with yourself and with your body is not so great. So what 3 one journaling does is it, it's a positive way of journaling. It's not a dear diary, here are all of the things wrong with me, right? No one wants to read a book of 
all of the things wrong. Like I can list 8 million things wrong with me. I don't want to read a book of that, but I want to read positive things that I'm working on and things that I've achieved. So 321 journaling helps with that. 321 journaling is just a really easy technique that I came up with a few years ago. And that is you write three I am statements. So it might be something like I am a healthy eater or I am a balanced eater. Um, I You can also, instead of just I am, it might be I am someone who blank. I am someone who has self-worth. I am someone who is worthy of love. Or you might use I am the type of person who blank. I am the type of person who takes care of themselves. I am the type of person who enjoys sugar and has no shame about eating sugar. I'm allowed to have it, right? So three I am statements. Then for number two, you're going to come up with two pieces of, pieces of evidence that you are that person right now. <laughs> so you're not pushing this off until you're 20 pounds lighter. You're not pushing it off. You're doing like right now, two pieces of evidence that you are that person. And then the last one, three. So we have three, two, one. For the number one, you're just thinking about one thing that you can work on today, one tangible thing, one action item that you can do and you will do today. So it's really simple. Like I am going to go for a walk today or I am going to call my mom today, whatever it is, one simple thing. So again, to, to solve, like to stop being obsessed with food, you want to have balanced meals, use the five piece, practice having single serving desserts and then tackle stuff help yourself with stuff that has nothing to do with food. Work on your self-worth and the beliefs that you have about yourself. And then number four, number four, this, I mean, it sounds really, how is this going to help with, you know, not obsessing over food? You need to go do something with your body. Again, I find with a lot of people, they, they have really poor beliefs about themselves. Um, and so going to do something with your body starts to build up those beliefs about yourself. Um, so something with your body, it, you don't have to go run a marathon. Maybe it is you go for a 10 minute run. You go for a 10 minute run walk. Um, you go for a 10 minute walk. You do 10 minutes of yoga. You go to a kickboxing class. You go to a CrossFit class. You um, play hopscotch with your kid. You run around in the backyard. You take your dog for a walk. But you go and do something with your body because your relationship with food also mirrors your relationship with your body. And when you can become that person that is doing stuff with your body, you start to build that relationship and you start to build beliefs. Oh, look, I am able to do this, right? Oh, wow, like, you know, my body is getting fitter. My body is, um, I, you know, I have a relationship with my body. I think a lot of us grew up not, not even just not having such a great relationship with our body, but having no relationship with our body not even thinking about our body except in terms of the aesthetics, right? And so being able to do something with your body, something that involves skill, something that is like, you know, it's like, it is like meditation, but it's like a, it's like a daily practice that builds up beliefs in yourself. And it's a really good thing. So again, in order to stop obsessing over food, number one, do something really simple. Um, make sure that you're you're mindful of nutrition, but don't obsess over the details. So use the five P's. That's number one. Number two, practice having those fun treats. Number three, use the reach one journaling to build up your self-worth. And number four, go take action with your body. Go do something with your body. Um, and that, again, it's kind of building up beliefs about yourself. And that is going to help you stop obsessing over food. Again, I have that saying. I think I got it from Jadine Roth, but it's so true, and I see it in my clients as well. Um, it's about the food, and also it's not really about the food. We do need to make sure that we are feeding ourselves and we're, you know, we have proper nutrition. 
Um, but it's also not really about the food. It's about your relationship with yourself, with your body, with your mind, with the thoughts in your head, your beliefs about yourself. So those that is my Tipsy Tuesday, how to stop obsessing over food. Now remember, <laughs> in Perfect Eating Mastery, it opens up tomorrow, August, uh, Wednesday, August 18th. I'm super excited for this. This is my long-term coaching program helping you find long-term balance with food. I don't want to help you for 30 days. I want you to like go through the rest of 2021 and start 2022 and be like, cool, I know how to eat for my body. I don't have to do an obsessive diet. I don't have to count macros. I don't have to weigh my food. I don't have to do the carnivore diet or the one meal a day diet or the 21 day fixed diet or whatever else. I just know how to eat, right? And I call it imperfect eating because it's not precise. It's not obsessive. It's just like gentle guidelines to help your nutrition. But also we're going to tackle more than just nutrition. We're going to help you in a lot of areas of life. I'm health and life coach, not nutritionist or dietitian. Um, we're, and, and that's what I found, that a lot of people's relationships with food, it's a relationship. It's not just about those numbers. It's not just about the macronutrients. It's a, it's a big picture, and there's all these interconnecting webs. So again, Imperfect Eating Mastery opens up for registration tomorrow, August 18th. Super excited for it. I will post the link so that you can get the details and we can get started. Take care. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.